Does this sound better at all? Great. I, okay. I think it Perfect. needs to be a lot lower. A lot. Oh, a lot how lower. dare you? How dare you, Rocco? <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Wait, it's off, guys. And you're like, Perfect. <laughs> it's perfect then, right? <clears throat> I don't have to take this, Rocco. I know you don't. <laughs> Rocco. Yeah. Guess what? Toasting, what? toasting. <laughs> We've got Eric on. I know you're super excited, aren't you? I've been waiting for this all week, dude. I'm super excited, man. Are you guys ready? Let's do this, man. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Destination Linux Podcast. Welcome to episode 56. I'm Rocco. And I'm Ryan. And this is I'm Eric. Destination <laughs> Linux. We have Eric Dubois. Ryan, we have Dude. Eric Dubois from March March. Have I been excited about this interview? You Just have a little been bit. Super excited about this interview. Because I use this product. I love <laughs> this product that this man produces. I, I do. Uh, we, we talked about Eric in a previous episode that um, this was one of my picks for the best distro of 2017. Was our was in was in our pick, and uh, it's just it's a fantastic product. So we're super excited to, to get you on. We'll get into the questions in a second, right, Rocco? That's right. Okay, right. welcome, Eric. So thank you very much. You have like you are so popular on Google Plus. I think that you your posts on Google Plus send more notifications to my phone than all of the Google people <laughs> plus people I follow. <laughs> but uh, some people will know you from Arch Merge. Some people will know you. You were on Destination Linux in episode twenty six uh, a few months ago. For those people that don't know who you are, you started Arch Merge. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm actually uh, a teacher in, at the university in Belgium. And um, so I've been teaching a lot of informatic courses, uh, applied informatics, Linux, uh, networking, Cisco courses, stuff like that. And I've done a switch and went to the office managers. So I'm teaching now more Photoshop and Adobe packages, Windows 10, stuff like that. All right. So you develop uh, Arch Merge. And Arch Merged, which we'll get into some of the things we have to talk about. You have a YouTube channel that is packed full of tutorials. Yeah, man. I, I think you're one of the most active YouTube users out there. <laughs> no, no, no. Can't be true. <laughs> but um, so, look, you obviously have a deep interest in technology. You know, you, you had mentioned you that you're a teacher. So our normal format is to say, hey, when and where did you start in Linux? But in episode 26, we covered where you started. But tell us, what changes have you seen in Linux in the past three to five years that stand out to you that pique your interest? Difficult to say. But there are things that um, I admire. I, I follow up distros like Solus is one of the things that I... I am proud to follow. I'm proud to make uh, Sati icons and surfing icons for. So there are distros out there who really make a difference. And I think that's one of them. Uh, so that's uh, something to, to follow up. And they continue to but, make a uh, ton of good changes too. So, Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. 
at some point in time on LRDubois.be, I've made a tutorial about solids and all the things you can do. And, and now we get GNOME and Mate, and I made tutorials to install i3. So it's it has been versatile. So uh, that's one of the things I say, oh, yeah, it's an interesting project to follow. Yep. Nice. So do you think that's something that you feel has kind of changed in Linux is starting to see some of these new players come in that are doing unique things with Linux as opposed to maybe five, six years ago, wasn't as much exposure in that area? You know, the only thing I have that is more a, a philosophical idea or, or perception is that with Linux, you get all these divisions, you get all these separate Linux distros. And, and for me, it stays Linux, it stays a group. I will never say that distro is better than that one because that's, that's it's wrong, it's totally wrong. Every Linux has its own positive things or negative things or, or attraction. But um, I, my it's maybe naive, but I want Linux to be one family, yeah. one big family. And whatever you use, it's okay. It's not the other operating system. I'm happy. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I happen to agree with that. There's a lot of times in the community, we've talked about this on our show, Rocco, where people will be like, oh, Ubuntu is for beginners. That's only for yeah, beginners yep. or this distros for this or this. And I'm like, or Linux Mint, that's the big one that a lot of people beat up on nowadays. And I'm just like, why? It's it's Linux. It's no. not Windows. It's not Mac OS. It's well, it's sorry. what we all love. Whatever. And you know, you can have yeah. you can have reasons why you say personally it's not for me, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You find the distro you love, it's why we got options. But I, I love what you yeah, said there about not putting anything down or uh, you know, attacking other people who are doing all this hard work because you know as much as anybody how much yeah. work goes into a distro. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, it's I say always it's a freedom of choice. If what if we didn't have that freedom of choice? Right. All you had you was Linux it. Mint <laughs> or, or Ubuntu <laughs> or whatever. Or yeah. Ubuntu. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's it. Don't take it for granted. You can have a choice today. I Go think ahead. that uh, that was a, a very prevalent thing going around before where there was a, a problem, like people had an actual problem with you if you ran a distro that, you know, was maybe not sophisticated not enough popular. for them or, or not popular mm. enough. Mm. Uh, so I think that mm. is changing. So I think it's awesome. Definitely. I hope so. You were formerly <laughs> with Arch Labs. Now you're with Arch Merge, obviously. What made you decide to start Arch Merge? What was the transition there? Well, uh, it's actually quite um, easy to tell. Uh, by the end of uh, August, I was just fired from the team. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So, and you're like, what time uh, to do my own thing? Yeah, basically, basically. Of course, it took me some time to get over the, the shock. But uh, yeah, after a while, people said, hey, Eric, where are you going? Uh, you're not active on Google Plus. Eh? We don't get your notifications anymore. Right. And I said, uh, well, people asked, hey, is there a continuation of Arch Labs R2D2? That was the big question. Yeah. And because Arch Labs Minimo was there and they started to f to try to get in contact with me. And, uh, well, uh, Laurent is one of our team members who actually got me back in my chair, in my Linux chair. Nice. And he said, hey, you've been working April and May and June. You've been making this, this Arch Labs ISO. Are you stopping? Then all the work you did is for naught. Wow, I love and it. That that get me. I that. 
woke me up from my zombie state then. That's so awesome to hear. Somebody else came in and pushed you and got you back in, and then yep. you decided to launch Arch Merch. So you have a motto. I don't know if this was always your motto when you got started or not, but learn, have fun, and enjoy. Does Did that fit in when you were deciding to start Arch Merge? Was that kind of something you came up with first and decided this is where I want to go with it? Or how does that fit in to the design of Arch Merge? I, it's, it, that's, it's a process. If you start something like that, it's just a process. What shall we do? How will we do it? What's the goal? It's, it's not in one hour that you figure everything out, but... Um, it's it's a, a process that I've been going through, and at some point in time, I said, "Hey, why not add XFCE? Because XFCE is minimal, fast, and it's also accessible for newcomers. It's, it's easier to grasp than I three, and that's why. Well, if making Arch Labs, I saw a lot of XFCE programs applications in there." So it only took a few more XFCE applications and I had this all complete desktop environment. Nice. And then the idea came, okay, let's let's start with a, a learning phase. Learning phase one, XFCE, try to figure that out, then open box, then I3. Very cool. That was yeah, over weeks. So obviously learning is a big part of what you're doing. Hmm. Uh, and phase four is for users to build Arch from scratch. So yes, what what makes building a Linux-based distro from scratch an important tool to learn? Teaches you patience. Well, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing. That's one thing, and persistence as well. Persistence. Yeah, I have I have had issues that I dragged along months. I said, okay, I'll I'll figure it out later. I'll figure it out later. And suddenly you have this acquired this knowledge, these insights, and then you say, huh. It's just this, but it can be just a, a point here or a capital letter there. And oh my God, it's, it works. <laughs> the pains of coding. One, one wrong oh, exclamation yeah. mark, one miscapitalization. Your whole code doesn't work right. Yeah. And permissions, permissions in Linux, very important. So that happens a few times. I say. Yeah. Not next time, but uh, it happens again. So every person I know, though, Rocco, I don't know if you've seen the same experience that's like, oh, yeah, I did Linux from scratch or this from scratch is like, yeah, it was a real good learning experience and I will never do it again. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> But that's like most of the people that try Linux from scratch. You're not going to find too many people out there that say, man, I love that. That was great. It was the best experience of my life. So, but they will tell you they learned something. Yeah, I've never done it. Someday I'm going to do it. Just yeah. not right now. Today's With not all that of our day. free time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why today's it's not the, that it, day. Yeah, it takes a lot of time and patience. But I, I love that you have your phases broken out. I've, this is the first time, and obviously being a teacher, this helps you uh, probably think along this mindset. But it was the first time that I went to a, a website for a distro, and it has a learning plan. You yeah. know, out there built in yeah. to say, hey, yeah, start totally. here and yeah. keep going down. Um, I've never yeah. seen another distro site like that. And from a new user perspective, uh, you know, that was extraordinarily helpful for me and kind of helped me push me into different things like i3. Uh, whereas normally I probably would have avoided it and thought, eh, it's that's yeah, not for me. I like to have the GUIs and everything there for me. So I, I think it's really awesome 
to have that as your premier kind of front page item there is a learning plan for yep. people. Yep. I don't think you're going to find a distro out there or a website out there that has as much uh, learning in one spot yep. set up the way it is as archmerge.com. So we'll leave a link for it. But uh, one of your tutorials that is on your YouTube page is NVIDIA proprietary drivers. So mm-hmm. instead of following a list of commands like you have on the Arch Wiki, you can install it in less than a minute with the tips that you give. (laughs) (laughs) This was one of my favorite things you broke down. Uh, It it just, first of all, I mean, some distros have the ability to, you know, they're putting auto detection and that type of stuff, which in in some cases works great. In some cases it doesn't, but installing drivers can be an obnoxious thing in Arch, frankly, for NVIDIA. And when you go through the documentation as a new user, you're looking at this page that scrolls like four Mm -hmm. times, I think, Rocco, in the Arch documentation of steps to take to install your NVIDIA drivers. And I'm thinking, you know, I I powered through to install drivers in Linux, but uh, a lot of users may see that and go, I'm not going to Linux. Who wants to go through all those steps? And then I found your video and it's like, do these three steps, you got your video drivers. And I'm like, why is it this the premier <laughs> documentation for installing this? So where did that come about? Yeah, it's just trial and error. It's just ex- experience. And I share my experience with you. Well, anybody, I mean, on YouTube, it's just sharing whatever I learned myself. And sometimes, well, there are simple solutions. Yeah. So I share them. Yeah, well, a lot of times there's not simple solutions, but it's awesome to see that when there is a simple solution and you didn't know about it, when you see that, like when you see a video like that Uh, that explains it and it's so simple, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like you're thinking the whole time when you're watching it, this is how installing NVIDIA drivers should be. This is how easy it should be. And it is, but the documentation out there doesn't indicate meaning outside of what you did if you go to the documentation and install nvidia proprietary drivers on arch in comparison it should they should be breaking down this and updating that documentation i guess that's kind of the question do you think linux kind of tends to overcomplicate simple things like this and not go back and update documentation i think the documentation is 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 wonderful that's one of the reasons why i chose arch linux because um, if you go to Ubuntu, it's, it's great too, mm-hmm. but their documentation is all over the forum. Mm-hmm. So I find solutions that in Ubuntu that I use in Arch. But it would be great, it would be, in my opinion, it would be better that they have an Ubuntu wiki, you know? So that's the, the strength of having everything in one place. The advantage is that you want to put everything on that one page. And it's going to be it, it complex. It makes it more complex, and for newcomers, uh, Chinese. Well, I think that's the thing. I think that was part of Ryan's point was that the Arch Wiki has all the documentation there, but sometimes you need an interpreter for the Arch Wiki. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> if you're yeah. newer, yeah. Sure. If you're a yeah. new user, uh, it's it, the Arch Wiki is not uh, the best learning tool. Yeah, it's all there, but it's but yeah. it's all there all of it 
and it's all in one place yeah. and it's like wow there's so much information that you're not even familiar with all the terms yet you're not even familiar with what's going on and yeah. it's just too much information and where right. if you break it down and you make it a little bit simpler i think mm. it would be good yeah i think it's some a lot of people say what you do eric that it's the best documentation out there in linux is in arch and i can't disagree with that uh, I think the problem or question is, is there a way to simplify some of the stuff that's been out there for a long time? Use, utilizing NVIDIA proprietary drivers as an example, like to me, just take your three steps, put them at the top. The going around the moon to install them steps they have will work, but maybe not the most efficient way to get NVIDIA drivers running on your machine. So um, all, as always, you could look at something and say, could you make it better? Of course, you can always make it better, but that would be one tip I think that would even you know, bridge it further is taking some of these simple things and, uh, you know, putting, updating the documentation with that. I, will, I wanted just to say that they do updates the wiki because um, I have from Eric Duportal PE also this Arch Linux way phase four, eh? how can we install Arch Linux and then install any of the desktops. And I saw there's already a difference in the installation oh, wow. wiki. So they, they, they do work on it, but um, yeah. Not everything gets updated all the time. That's good to hear, actually. All right, so Arch Merge is considered your have fun distro. Like learn, have fun. <laughs> yeah. So Arch Merge is a little bit different. That's the learning ISO. So tell us about Arch Merge because it doesn't have a desktop installation. Well, yes, the idea is that Arch Merge is the have fun. What you do is you change another icon theme, another theme, a wallpaper, done. Maybe a conkey. That's it. Arch Merged is without desktop, without icons, themes, applications, and so on. And then you decide what desktop you like. If maybe you favor XFCE or Openbox or i3, but you can go for Budgie now. You can go for Mate, which is pretty recent, a week old. And That's um, pretty recent. You can go for <laughs> Cinnamon and so on. So wow. every month I'm going to try to give you a desktop. So it's a learning experience. If you, if you write in and you say, oh, this Arch Merge it looks interesting. Each month you get a new desktop environment. That's our, our goal. I mean, not strict, but uh, yeah. Then you have every time something new to look forward to and to learn and to, to adapt. Right. Yeah. So are you talking like a, a YouTube video, like a tutorial on it? Or? Tons of YouTube videos. Tons of YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> now, each of them, Cinnamon, I don't know, for 20, 30 YouTube tutorials. Mate, I still have to make them. So the script is ready. So next week, I'll make uh, videos and, and articles. So everything is, is different. Eh? You have Mate, okay. Uh, how to change icons there? How can we have a conkey there? And so on and so on. A lot of questions will pop up. And I'll try to anticipate all the questions <laughs> already and make videos about it. Right. So that, that's quite interesting for me because as of a teacher, I probably know better what people will get. I will, will have from problems, what, what questions they will ask. So the latest release is named Kirk. Is that a Star Which Trek reference Paul. by chance? Of course yeah. it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course it is. Another Star Trek fan. Trekkies. Trekkies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what were some of the major changes in the Kirk release? Well, Kirk is just, we hold this name for one year. And every month we, we can update 
And of course, it's going to be a lot of kernel and application updates, but anything we do more, like for instance, this month we've added Polybar. If you're an i3 fan, you got to have Polybar because it's, it's really awesome. It looks great with it. So things like that, we add more and more elements, but basically I feel, I was thinking about it, I feel we're all set. I mean, the ISO is ready. The only thing that will be adding is, is themes and, and like a polybar and some configuration fine tuning, but we are actually feeling that it's it's we have our basis and now it's making new desktops and making tutorials about these new desktops because in the pipeline is also awesome. Maybe you've heard about that. It's a Lua-based desktop. I have to study. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> but that's my fun that I get out of it. I can learn. Yeah. I can learn and then I can share. But first I have to be confident about it. I have to be I have to feel that I can stand in front of a class and say, okay, I know it all. Shoot, give me your questions. I know it. If I don't have that feeling, I'm not gonna make tutorials. Yeah. So this awesome thing is has to wait because that's really a challenge for me. So it's another tiling manager, but it's based on Lua. Okay. So um besides being <clears throat> Ryan. Rocco, go ahead and say no, this. I'm not, go, go I'm ahead not gonna, and ask I'm not, the question. I'm, I wrote the question for you to ask. I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to ask this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Eric, I'll ask. The greatest desktop environment of all time, even though you don't you don't pick favorites, uh, is obviously XFCE. So, besides being the greatest desktop environment of all time, why did you decide to make XFCE the default for Arch Merge? Well, yeah, I, I, I told you a bit earlier that XFCE, I think, the least difficult desktop environment if you come from Windows. Uh -huh. I think that's most accessible for students. Even over like a Cinnamon or? Yeah. I am a huge fan of Cinnamon. You see my YouTube channel. Uh, I followed Linux Mint from, I don't know, 16 or something like that for years. Mm -hmm. So, and even though I am a Cinnamon fan, I choose for XSD. Yeah. See Rocco? But you mm -hmm. know, he gets it. it all boils <laughs> it boils all down to what you want to do with your system. What's your workflow? What are you doing with this thing? And one distro is better maybe, or I mean desktop, one desktop is mighty better for you if you do different work. Right. Well, so I mean, some people like Rocco, for instance, here prefer an iPad-like interface, uh, such as GNOME. Wow. over the superior interfaces of XFCE Great. i3 and OpenBox. Wow. Uh, what, what advice could you give Rocco to say, it's time to use an adult desktop environment? I'm kidding. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about a, 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 a one Chromebook? No, that's oh, not. No, no, no. Shut it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So going back to the desktop environment. After you, this interview, he will change. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the desktop environment question with the XFCE, you why you chose it. There are other... Uh, desktop environments like KDE, which are very customizable, that would that might fit into the same scenario. Uh, have you ever given thought to KDE? No, no. And why not? No, no, no. Don't agree. KD, KDE is too complex. If you compare XFCE and KDE, it's it's a mammoth. Is, is that an English word? These, these <laughs> elephants from uh, prehistoric yeah, yeah, mammoth. Yeah. Uh, it's too big. It has so much sliders and options and 
I think uh, a newbie uh, and beginning in Linux is in what's this? Yeah. No XFC and Cinnamon are indeed great desktop environments to start in. I'm not that much a fan of KDE. <clears throat> you know, KDE is interesting because you Found can out. do so much customization with it. But I, I always thought because I went yeah, into, sure. I was with XFCE first, so then I went to KDE and I thought, well, maybe these menus and things are confusing in KDE to me because I got used to XFCE's workflow. But hearing you say that makes me feel a little better that maybe that's not it. Maybe just the workflow in KDE or the settings, even though it's very customizable and I like KDE a lot, it's not as simple as changing things in XFCE. But Rocco, you're a huge fan of KDE. Yeah. I mean, not to put you on the spot again, KDE and GNOME, but uh, hmm. what do you think? <laughs> well, the two, I, which well, is easier okay. to customize? I realize that GNOME is not an option. Uh, I get that. Uh, KDE is the most customizable, in my opinion of any desktop environment. Although it does bring to the table what you said, Eric, it does bring a lot of complexity to mm -hmm. to the table. So yeah, I guess I understand why you would pick XFCE over KDE because of it being simple or simpler uh, for newer, newer users. Uh, so that was, I, I've had that question for a long time about, you know, why not KDE, but yeah, I agree. Yep. Mm. So Arch Merge pre-configuration. Might be also my past. Your past? Why, you do, you have a, do you have a bad past with KDE? Let's talk. <laughs> no. No, no. I'm. It was Susan. That's the first uh, I had years ago. I mean, 30 years or so. Susan KDE, that's the first uh, experience I ever had. I told you on the other show mm -hmm. six months ago, all these boxes and DVDs you could buy. Yep. So that's the first uh, time. But hey, first, need to evolve, right? first time and last time, huh? <laughs> first and last. <laughs> so Arch Merge pre-configuration, one well, of the, the things. Best, the best thing, yeah? Yeah I, yeah, I just, I think, you know, when I booted Sorry. into Arch Merge for the first time, actually what happened is I had a long stint of trying to install distros and having massive failures, which I eventually found out ended up being a bad Ooh. stick of RAM. But besides that, while I was going through that, and I'm like, Rocco, right. I'm trying to find a distro that's going to work here. And he goes, you know what? You need to try Arch Merge. And I, so I was like, all right. I have, nobody's ever recommended this to me. Let me go take a look at it. I'm, again, fairly new. I boot into Arch Merge for the first time, and I'm just like, wow. I mean, the pre-configuration is beautiful. You've got the beautiful conky themes. You've got, um, obviously, your menu set up with all of your pre, the uh, launch bar dock set up with all of the programs on the side. And instead of being like most docks that I see when you first boot into where it has a bunch of programs I would never use, everything's in there that you would use, like your web browsers, your text editors, all of that's there for you, easy launch. I love your choice for wallpapers, which is the more technological, futuristic wallpaper when you first boot in versus, you know, a picture of a flower. Sci-fi, sci <laughs> my man. Star Trekky. I mean, all of this just shows like you had a heavy emphasis on making sure that the first impression was an awesome one. Yeah. And I just love that. I just think it's absolutely fantastic. Yep. And so from that aspect, you also do this in I3. 
Now, I've played with i3 and Manjaro and other distributions. Yep. Manjaro probably is my second favorite i3 implementation yep. as far as what they pre-customize. But what you do is basically make i3 approachable from the first time that you log into it. You've got a conky theme over on the side that tells you the shortcuts. So as you know, when you're first starting to use i3, you're, you're going to forget the shortcuts. <laughs> so having we, that there is very useful. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, and then you've got a lot of pre-configurations for apps that are auto-starting and everything else. Why did you spend, you said it took months of work. Why did you spend all of this time doing this for people? If you check out eridubois.be, I was uh, starting in Antergos i3, and I started in Arch Linux i3. I put i3 in Linux Mint, and that's one of the wonders of i3. Let's uh, get that clear out to, in the world here. i3 runs on any distro. So again, we are a big Linux family. Mm -hmm. Whatever distro you're on, run i3, give it a try. Check it out because I always say it in my tutorials. If you watch a video on i3 on Ubuntu, it will work the same on i3 Arch Merge. It's it's some of the things will obviously not work. Most of the things are are the same. So i3 just moved along with me. Mm -hmm. Linux Mint 17.1, 17.2, 18, 18.3, and so on. But also on on Solus. Yeah. Also I'm on Solus. So what I did is. Three, what you got is an i3 configuration of three years. All wow. the things I encountered and I, I was not happy with oh, in the config. So it moved around and it moves now in Arch Merge. Yeah, that's interesting. Three years of your experience in that. And it shows because it's hard for when I've converted a lot of people over to I3 recently, Rocco will attest in the Telegram group, a lot of people giving it a try. But I always cringe when they're like, well, I'll put it in Ubuntu. And it's not that it's not good in Ubuntu. If you're an experienced I3 user, you can go and install I3 anywhere and work. But yeah. you, your desktop environment, because your configurations are already done, make it a lot more approachable mm. when those first hours of learning, especially then a default i3 installation on top of a normal install. I can I can attest to that because I installed it's cool. i3 over on top of Ubuntu Mate here. And like it asked, like the first question it asked you is, do you want to use the default config or, and of course this is my first yeah, experience yeah, with yeah, i3. Yeah. So I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and I say, yeah, sure, use a default. And I had no idea what I was doing. So. What do you do next? You're sitting there like, yeah, like I don't know. Up, okay, up. now what? <clears throat> Yeah, a black screen, eh? a yep. black screen. That's all you get. That's something I didn't want to. I people, it, it must be a customer service satisfaction experience. Whatever open box XFC i3, it must be awesome. And that's the first impression you should get on any desktop. I agree. And you make them awesome. And uh, I don't think I would be an i3 user if I didn't use Arch Merge i3 because I would have looked at it like Rocco did, and I would have stepped away and never continued on. Yeah, um, You kind of made it cool, yeah, and you made it approachable. Too, well done. It's, it's too bad. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually a message to the i3 project engineers as well. I hope they, they look at this, because you make a beautiful application, mm -hmm. but you see don't see it to the end, to till, till the customer. You have to make a nice design and make it easy for the people to, to run it. You know what's funny is there's a lot of misconceptions out there. I did a video on i3 and I did gaming in it. 
and people were like, you can game in i3? I'm going to go check it out. Like nobody even knew you could <laughs> game it. They just thought it was a tiling window thing, you know? And it's sure. amazing for games because you can move the game to any monitor you want with a click of a button. You don't even have to mess with the normal Steam setting. So actually, not only is it game, it games beautifully. And so there's a lot of misconceptions out there about it as well. Well, I would make one suggestion that if you're going to use i3 for the first time have a spare computer or your phone with eric dubois youtube channel yes on uh, there uh, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it's going to be a bad way <laughs> yes yep. all right so dude yeah. uh you talked about eric dubois.de uh so let's talk about uh what you do mm -hmm. with sardi and everything so tell us about it yeah a few years ago there was this um Ardis icon theme and I had it installed on, I don't know, probably Linux Mint. And uh, I liked it. It's a circular theme and with color and a bit of shade uh, behind uh, the icon in the middle. And it says a, no a notice on Google Plus, I believe it was. Say, look, I'm stopping. I'm, I'm, I'm not enough work, too much work uh, goes into it. Don't have the time for it. Bye-bye. And I contacted uh, this person and said, look, uh, is it possible that I can... Uh, use your codes and well try to learn because at that time three years ago try to learn Inkscape try to understand what an SVG is see how to make an icon and he helped me he said look these are my rules that's the shade that's this that's that and that's how I make an icon so he was my teacher and I, I learned more and more and more and more about uh, the Ardis icon which then I changed from name and switched the letters Ardis Sardi, yep. That's why the name. And um, so it's it's a reference and copyright and all that. That's that's it's him. But that's one thing. That's Sardi. But then my knowledge grew, and I said, "Hey, that's not a PNG. That's an SVG. I can open that with Sublime Text. I can open that with Atom. I can change the colors. <gasps> I can change the colors. I have a new <laughs> system now. A new icon theme." Then I learned to script, so I'm not going to edit 3,000 icons and, and change in color. So I learned scripting, and I said, okay, let's make this Sardi Mono, which is all gray, mm -hmm. which is the one I like mostly, probably. But, and then we had this flexibility, and you see on the website, there is a flexibility and a modularity. Modularity. So flexibility means I run a script, and I say all these red things, I want this blue. It takes five seconds and 3,000 icons, and you have a new icon theme, your yeah. personal icon theme that goes with your wallpaper. Amazing. That's super. Yep, that's awesome. Nobody can do that in PNG. So I just give it out there and say, look, go ahead, change the, the icons any way you see fit. And modularity is something else. It's saying we have a train, look, a locomotion. Is that the, the, top, the top of the train? Yep. And then you can say, okay, let's put these folders behind these icons. And you have a new combination. So there's a modularity. Take this part and that part together. And there are lots of tutorials on there how to do it. Rocco, I can't imagine the so danger of having you able to edit all the icons now with your own colors. Oh, my gosh. We won't see Rocco for the next few episodes. No. He'll be busy retheming his icon set. I might be redoing them. <laughs> <laughs> love it well it takes five seconds so 
for you, it takes five seconds. Yeah, for well, me, it takes three hours. <laughs> well, you mentioned Sublime Text in there, and uh, I have I, I'm kind of I don't know if I'm mad at you about this, Eric, or not. So you have some <laughs> interesting default software choices in Arch Merge. Uh, yeah. One of those default software choices is Sublime Text. Anytime you open your config file in i3, if you're on Arch Merge, etc., it's going to default. In fact, I think the second you boot into Arch or i3 in Arch Merge, it uh, pulls up in one of the workspaces Sublime Text. This is not a free software program. Um, <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why? Three is now as Adam. <laughs> why? Why? Oh, you. I've been working in Sublime Text for years. So <laughs> Sublime Text, I've been working on with uh, Ubuntu, Linux Mint, everywhere. And the one reason why it must be there is for users because one. I've made 222 YouTube uh, tutorials <laughs> using Sublime Text. Uh, one, that's a good, a good reason to keep it. Why don't you just write a script that will change it all? Something else? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I can, no problem. But the idea for Sublime Text is that when you go to etc folder, which sometimes we need to go to, mm -hmm. which is protected, which as a user we can't write, if you edit the Sublime Text, all you have to do is Control S, save, and then it says, oh, give me your root password. It's, it's so saved. Nice. It's so wow. And anything else? Yeah, anything else? Anything else you have to say pseudo genie and pseudo this and pseudo that. Yep. But with Sublime Text, that's why I love it. That one advantage. No, no, no. Coming back to the surprise in i3, it's going to be launched with Atom now. So does that have yeah. the same advantage, Adam, where it will ask you if you're, you know, editing a route and try to save? No. <laughs> no. Then why switch? No. Why change? No. Why are you well, changing? I've been working a month on the polybar config. And I've made so many tutorials, and I've, I find it so super easy to have a package install pigments, package install minimap. And the workflow, there we go again, the workflow was faster for me on the Atom than on the Sublime Text. And I said, OK, each time I install Arch Merch, I have to say, no, don't open with Sublime Text, open with Atom. <laughs> so I got rid of it. Uh, I'm mad at you now because you got me addicted to sublime text and I came ah. from Adam, by the way. <laughs> now you're going back to Adam Ooh. and I'm stuck on sublime text. How dare you? Best, best joke ever. That's right. You heard it here. <laughs> Once I go back to Adam, he's like, well, now we're on sublime text. <laughs> In six months time, we'll switch again. <laughs> We got to get this timed right. Like whatever you're switching to, I need to know. Well, so on Arch Merge yeah. itself, you, you talked about you using Atom, you know, now over Sublime Text. Do you do you customize Arch Merge based on your personal preferences or or based on community feedback? Like how does that work when you say, hey, this is the stuff I'm going to put into it? Well, both, eh? both. Like, for instance, LibreOffice is – I. I don't know which version it was again, so I left it out and thought, hey, it's going to cost me 100, 200 megabytes, and I'm going to leave it out. But then a review, YouTube review came in as, oh, it doesn't even have LibreOffice. So, okay, <laughs> it's back in. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we do keep uh, taps on what people think, and then uh, we listen to it. Uh, but, of course, it's, it's also our core team who decides more or less what we want to do. 
So it's a mixture of both. We listen to feedback. That's important, I think. So how many people do you have on the core team? We're talking about five people this day. Wow. Five people do all this, Rocco. That's crazy, man. <laughs> well, five people, and I guess you probably have a yeah. lot of volunteers and things that help out, right, at times? Some beta testers, they help out. That's great too, eh? to, to, to be sure that what we release works. But of course, the more the yes. merrier. So if you want to become a beta tester, well, contact us. How does somebody become, uh, you say contact you, is there a site uh, area specifically on your site to become a beta tester or do I just email you or what? It's, it, it's Yeah, it's incredible. They all know how to contact me. <laughs> That's not a problem. <laughs> There's many ways <laughs> to contact Google him. Plus, uh, the contact page. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Everybody contacts me with questions, so that's no no issue. But um, the thing I could maybe tell as well in the video is becoming a beta tester means that you spend a few days at the end of every month to test it, uh, not to get an, a pre-release of the official version. That's not our goal. The goal is that you really install it, maybe not on VirtualBox, but on the real machine on SSD. That is really testing. Yeah. So. If you're willing to spend a few hours every month, the last week of every month, then you can become a beta tester. Eric, I've got, uh, what now, eight machines. I'm ready to be a beta tester for Arch Merge. <laughs> you will be hearing from me. We, okay. we will get this going. You're in. I love it. <laughs> so one additional choice that you made in uh, your software choices is you, you have Vivaldi by default which is unusual compared to a lot of distros. You also have Mozilla, and I believe you have Chromium pre-installed as well. Why choose all three? The browser wars are on. Why did you choose those three? <laughs> again, again, there is no war going on, not for browsers, not in Linux. It's just family <laughs> and all applications. And well, basically it's my workflow because Vivaldi I open everything, it's about 12 tabs. I open everything as Eric Dubois. In the Firefox, I open everything as Arch Merch. So I see everybody right. <laughs> talking to me all the time on all the channels. And if I want to look something up, I have my Google Chrome because when you make a video, you can't open up all these tabs and, and show them in the video. So right. I have this Google uh, uh, Chromium actually to look something up and show it in the video. So I actually use the browsers. <laughs> nice. You know what I like and about Vivaldi, this? Talk? I don't know. Nobody can argue with them about what's the best browser. And if they're like, I prefer Firefox, he goes, me too. I use that. I prefer Vivaldi. Me too. I yeah. use that. I'm going to use that. Now, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to install them all. Well, I was just thinking um, that there is a Vivaldi release coming on, but I hope it will be in the stable soon because you can sync now. Yes. The next one, you can like Google. Chrome, you can sync all your apps and all the stuff. That would be nice. Yeah, that's one of the features that's missing from Vivaldi that um, I think keeps some people from using it. But yeah. uh, again, this is another one where you got me addicted. Uh, Sublime Text, you switched me to. Vivaldi, you pretty much switched me to. So don't go removing it in your oh next release. Okay? <laughs> no, 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 it stays, it stays. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we recently had a discussion there. <laughs> on um, software centers and how good they were or how not good they are. Uh, so you have GNOME Software Store included in Arch Merge. So why yeah. is that? Everything started as, uh, with with my viewer on, on this Arch Merge, Merge uh, a 
this choice meant to be for people who never saw a terminal. If you never did a pseudo Pacman or even a pseudo apt install and all that, say, how do I install software? So in that, if you're the first time user, you have this nice application who shows, hey, there are games on Linux. Oh, we didn't know that. So all this catalog with all the images is there. So that was the first, I don't know, October maybe or so. And then Pemac came along with their great update. Yes. And Pemac gave also some kind of catalog. So, oh, now we have two. <laughs> so it's it's still in there. And I was thinking about it. Uh, should I delete one or the other? I don't know. It's still open. Gotcha. See, Ryan, that's why it's in there. So one of the things is, yeah, when I booted into Arch Merge for the first time and I was looking to add software and the GNOME software store came up without Arch Merge based on Arch, what is GNOME software store doing here? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah at some point in time, I, I wanted to make a distro of easable, easy, accessible for beginners and uh, discovered this, this package, this application, which just happens to know to name GNOME could be named anything else, uh, really. But it's it's beautiful to look at, let's be mm -hmm. honest. Yeah. Uh, ugly, it's it's quite nice, actually. It is. No of all the applications that are in Linux. And if you're new to Linux, the first thing you want to do is, are there games? Are there games? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> but then you have an overview. What's possible? Because um, I do teach an, an, a course in the uh, KTG in, in Belgium, and I try to, to teach them, look, there's other things than uh, this Windows applications. There is uh, open source, and we go over a whole bunch of applications of open source, but people that use Windows don't know these applications. They know, don't know Inkscape or GIMP or LibreOffice or OpenOffice or anything else. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're stuck with like this and they're, they're watching like that. But I try to open and look, there's open source, VLC, it works everywhere. Yeah. On Mac too. Huh? Yep. On Mac too. Oh, nice. So I put my efforts in the applications that go in the three distros. Uh, that's, that's, that's ROI, that's return on investment. Because it's I really, have to, I have to put time in it. It's really interesting you say that because sometimes when I'm doing videos, me and Rocco have laughed about this before, it'll be something simple like an introduction to VLC. And it's amazing how many views something like that will get and how many people are like, wow, that exists. We assume because we're in the, the kind of techie, <laughs> geeky world that everyone knows about this stuff, no, but they don't. No. They, they have no they idea. Yep. They don't. One of the courses is Windows 10 that I give them. Huh? And the, the woes and the wows and the, the, the things that they discovered together with me, no, they don't know their operating systems as the geeks do. Yep. Uh, but so we're Wizard of Oz at that point in time. And uh, yeah, they learn a lot. So Rocco, he mentioned gaming on Linux. I know you don't game at all. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't game. <laughs> me neither. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, none of us I'm game. No. I went Rocco. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's for kids. Uh, so gaming on Linux has definitely grown in popularity. This is one of the things people love. Anytime I do a distro review, I show the distro gaming as well, including when I did yeah. the desktop environment. I Well, I, I3WM uh, did gaming on that to show the popularity of it. Arch Merge games fantastically, by the way. Do you guys do anything specific to enhance gaming on it? Or is it just no. kind of out of the box? 
We trust Arch Linux. That's what we do. We trust the guys behind Arch Linux. And that's what I said in my uh, website, archmerge.info. The credits, the credits go to Arch Linux. It just works. Yep. It's very, very powerful, the game on. Maybe you should, you should share share some tutorials, some videos. We'll oh. put it on uh, Arch Merge. Hey, you can uh, game on Arch Merge. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so Arch Merge was submitted to DistroWatch on October 23rd. So is yeah. having your distro listed officially on DistroWatch important? Or, or maybe nope. why is it important that it's <laughs> he said nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that answers that question next <laughs> next question <laughs> no but really when i was uh, thinking at mid-september we're thinking about arch merch and creating arch merch and all that i said no i'm gonna not gonna put it on this watch uh it doesn't really matter for me but people around me they were pushing me to put it on there and it they had to push for a month <laughs> more or less right and said okay okay i'll put it on there but of course i know uh, my experience with arch labs in the past i know that when you put it on there you see your rise your google analytics you see the rise in, in hits and they're <laughs> all coming from there so yeah sure for popularity reasons um it's a boost but for me, it's not important. Uh, boost is probably more work. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> more people asking <laughs> questions, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> popularity is fun, of course. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because that popularity in DistroWatch, a lot of people say those numbers don't even really mean a whole lot, or there's not yeah, a lot I, of facts I, behind them. I, yeah, I have also my. Uh, my own idea about that. Yeah. Your own reservations on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word, reservation. Yeah, <laughs> reservation. Um, so one issue, you know, we talked about how much uh, we love Arch Merge, how beautiful it is. I love so much about this. But one of the things that frustrates me, and it's not just Arch Merge, it's any Arch distro, is the networking drives. If I go into Debian-based distro, if I go into Peppermint tomorrow, I install Ubuntu Mate, all of my network drives from my Synology NAS, my book live, whatever, it sees them, I can access them, I put in the passwords, boom, I'm done. And Arch, doesn't matter if it's Manjaro and Turgos, Arch Merge, whatever, any Arch-based distro, your network drives never work. They just, they may show up, but you'll never get into them, it says it can't connect to them, blah, blah, blah. You've got to go and install Samba, different Samba drivers. And I, I just keep installing stuff till eventually they connect or I'll manually map them. It's so frustrating. What cause, What is the difference between what Debian is doing and what Arch is doing in this arena? Yeah, of course I can't compare, but um, it's funny you mention it because um, I've made in a 6.4.1, I've made some modification in the in a file and that makes it more easier to go from Tunar or Nemo, another file mm -hmm. manager, to just click on network and say, oh, there are all the icons. Right. And then you can click on it and it connects now straight away to my Mac, which is to the right there. So that was one of the issues I had as well. Say, hey, nice. why is this Mac not, not there? So right. um, now everything just works in regards to Windows and Linux, because there's another Linux, there's a Windows, there's a Mac. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all around guy. <laughs> so everything should connect. Of course, there is a technical way. There are some things you should do. But uh, like like having Samba and, and sharing and, and follow if you want to share something, 
Or if you just want to go to the other PC, well, you don't have to share yourself huh? with something else. Yeah. But Samba is one of the tougher uh, exam questions in third year applied informatics. It's, it's not that easy, that's true. But it should be, should be easier on Arshmash. Nice. That's so awesome that that's coming he, down there. He did that just for you, Ryan. Man, he did it for me. You heard it here, folks. Oh, Rocky. <laughs> oh, Rocky. <laughs> All right. You know, you know what, Rocco? I didn't know if you picked it up, but he said Mac, other computers. I did. I, I picked that up. Is this like me and him, Star Trek fan? You're Look, like right yeah. there. Me and him are just, we're right there, man. Right I've there. got I've got Macs, Chromebooks, regular PCs. <laughs> I mean, Star Trek fan, come on. <laughs> so one of the questions that we had, and actually one of the questions from the patrons, are how can normal, everyday users help the project out, Arch Merch? How can they donate? whether it's time, money, whatever, how, what can they do to help the project out? So one part is um, actually get um, engaged, I suppose. Uh, we, how did I roll into Arch Labs? I rolled in because I went to the forum and I said, look, guys, the ISO is created, but here's an error, there's an error, there's an error, and I gave feedback to the guys. And before I knew it, I was making uh, elements, parts of uh, Arch Labs, and suddenly I was making the ISO. So that's how you get involved. You just join a community and say, hey, this is our merch. Uh, that's, that's something uh, that's dope, like they say to me. <laughs> Make dope distro. I say, okay. Uh, then you look it up, it's dope. <laughs> <laughs> what I call dope and what they call do. dope is different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you get engaged and you get noticed and some some of these guys came in via the forums or via google plus and now we have a team of five of course don't forget that uh, raniel and laurent are actually members of arch labs so they were actually split in two so they moved with me to arch merchant we've made a new uh, uh distro and two people came with right. us Very nice. but it's open it's open we're uh, an open community so if you want to join us um, no problem. Uh, regards to the donations, uh, we do have uh, a page. So um, archmerch.info. Uh -huh. You see this uh, top, I don't know what the menu is again, but donations, I think, uh, without S or with S. And there you have all the things you need. So Patreon, we have PayPal and all that. And they still come in. So thank you, everybody that supports our uh, Arch Merch with uh, money. We'll use it wisely. We have uh, four websites to host. So um, it does cost uh, some money. But, well, listen, just on the fact that you're fixing the file issue, the network file issue, I'm, I'm going to make a donation today. <laughs> That's how <laughs> annoying it is to me. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's one of the goals of Arch Merch. No frustration. I want to install it and it should work all around here. Everything should work. I change the wallpaper and I can done. Love it. Love it. So it's kind of like uh, getting involved in the community is kind of like the way Arch Merge is set up to begin with, learning in phases, starting out in phases, helping yeah. out. Start beta testing, yeah. then slowly maybe you're contributing the code, that type of thing. And I, I need everyone, eh? also the beginners, because the beginners give most of the time the best 
questions they posed that, that I am haven't thought about that. <laughs> You're the I first one to say here. that, you know, and I think that's so important. I think a lot of people, even myself, especially think I don't know enough about Linux to ever help someone like no. Eric or Ike or that whomever, is. but so you got 2018 is going to be a huge year. It's going to be the year of Linux. Oh. <laughs> That's what we say every year, anyway. <laughs> every single year, it's the year of Linux. So, but especially this one. What? Uh, give us something exciting for the things that maybe you had planned for Arch Merge, or what's going to happen in 2018 with Arch Merge? Oh, la, la. Fixing network drives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for one, maybe you can send over this uh, drive and I'll test it here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want my Synology NAS? Nice try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Arch Merged is actually a very base installation. So development in of this ISO is minimal. Nothing changes for kernel, some applications, but there's no nothing really happening on this ISO. It's minimal. And what we are intending to do is try to do is that each month we have a new desktop environment. So that means another 11 <laughs> desktop environments to discover on Arch Merged. So that's one of the things we uh, envision, envision, that's the word, to do. Well, look, our team, our uh, Rocco does a Saturday night show, a uh, live show every week. And people started dreaming on that show last night, Rocco, and they were dreaming about what if we could get Eric and Dolphin who creates MX yep. together <laughs> to work on a project because they're two of the greatest creators when it comes to, you know, just Designing. customizing and design and everything else. So yeah. everybody, it was so funny to see the chat explode with, yep. oh my gosh, we've got to have Dolphin and Eric get together. <laughs> yeah, but it, nice but you touched on it earlier about listening to the community and everything, and that's a big, strong suit for Dolphin and the guys over at MX Linux yes. that they listen to the community and actually yeah. interact and involve them and make changes because of them. So I man, that would be like a awesome thing to have you guys work together. <laughs> yes, make it yes, happen. Yes. More work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more work. He's like, oh boy, if we only had more time. <laughs> yeah, but it's actually true. Everybody's pulling my sleeve uh, here, there. Uh, I so, bet. Yeah, I have to protect myself a little bit from time to time. So no, I can't help you in that issue. <laughs> right. Yep. All right. So you have Arch Merge. You have Arch Merged. We talked about the Sardi icons. You have a ton of things going, dude. You're a busy guy. We really appreciate you stopping by. Thank and you so much. taking the time to talk with us. Very much appreciated. Thank you very much for the invite. All right, Ryan. Um, are you happy now that we... Do we have to say goodbye? <laughs> okay, I've got a whole nother set of questions that Eric hasn't... No, I'm teasing. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> now, uh, I think it's time to say goodbye. Ryan. All right. All right. All right. All right okay. So a big thank you to you, Eric, and to all of our thank patrons, you. Telegram group, and everyone who supports us by watching and listening. Everybody have a great week. And remember, the journey itself is just as important as the destination. Thanks, everyone. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Destination Linux Podcast. 
and you and you forget das geek yeah this is rocco oh yeah he does break everything that's right <laughs> it's, it's, uh, hey look you if, should be a beta if there is a bug yeah. i'm gonna find it <laughs> <laughs> i fixate myself here oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't move <laughs> uh, well, gotta make sure it's right yeah it's easy to mess up Plus, it's Rocco. So yeah. it not only has to be right, it has to be perfect. It doesn't look. I, wait, are we I, not? Should, no, no. Are we not supposed to shoot for perfection, dude? If you never well, shoot for, yeah, for, for perfection, yes, yes. you never get there. I'm that following true. Rocco and that matter. <laughs> Can you hear us now? You coming back? The sound oh. is gone. That would assume we have our stuff together, which we never do. No. Okay. Sound problem. Let's check. Can you Maybe hear we should reconnect because when you spoke, the sound was, let's say, five, six, six seconds later, mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. Mm. What do you think, Rocco? Hold on one second. <laughs> we can mime it. <laughs> <laughs> Matter we're professionals, Rocco. <laughs> Just remember that. Just keep telling yourself that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Clifford, go ahead. What did you say? I said, uh, so were the people that built the Titanic. Yeah, they, they were. <laughs> they were. Good point, Clifford. Professionals. <laughs> Nothing like a Destination Linux podcast episode. <laughs> Yeah, it's unfortunate, but you could see that he was sort of like stopping and waiting, like you see on the news shows, yep. waiting for the audio to come through to him. Well, that's why I was trying to leave that uh, silence there. Pause, yeah. Because I didn't want to like just go on to the next question because he was having, he was getting it late. That makes it so tough, man, to ask questions when there's that delay or have that back and forth, you know? A good pos- podcaster would be able to do that. Oh my gosh. Do we have one of those? No, we don't have any of those around. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, are you here, Are you back? All right. Yay. 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 All right. So where were we anyway? <laughs> Who knows? That was impressive. It was. That was a fantastic interview. He was good. <laughs> he was that good. I've just become a patron. <laughs> Uh, you too, Zeb. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I really I think those go. problems that you two have is when you enjoy the interview. Yeah, you get into the questions, you get into dealing with Eric or whoever the guest is, that's and you so lose awesome. you lose the format. And that's but then that's what that's the beauty of the show. Sometimes it's your your interaction with the guests and your yeah. backwards and forwards it might not be what you want might not be as sterile as you want it but it's Rocco, what makes the show so good it wasn't sterile <laughs> no exactly like, but, not perfect no but it's it that's what makes the show for me i don't yeah. know about you clifford if you agree that oh it was wonderful all you got to do is go write it eric i don't know what the big deal is yeah what, what the heck <laughs> <laughs> it's thought already <laughs> He made it while we were talking. It's already in. Yeah. Yeah. It's uploaded. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Too much fun. 
<laughs> but Eric, you. it has been awesome, man, talking to you. Thanks again. Thank you for all the work you do in Arch Merge. It is very much appreciated. Absolutely love it.